I'm sick and tired of this. What do you mean? I, I've been trapped in here for almost two weeks. I'm going insane. Going insane? Or become insane? Oh, God. What if you're already insane? Before see, the see before, we rarely ever talk to each other. We don't interact with each other that much. We only see each other on Ultra Ranger. Now I have to see you every fucking day. So now yeah. I go to Ultra Ranger and I'm like, oh, great, I get to spend even more time with Gar. Oh, with this shit again. And now, freaking Lammy Nord's canceled and. Oh, everything's just hunky dory. At least I have Animal Crossing to keep me busy. And Doom. Well, yeah, I don't have Doom yet, but. What are you talking about? He's right here. Uh, that's, that's Jedi Master Doom. Put him down. Good boy. Anyway, schwa roll call. to the Kaiju Sentai Ultra Ranger, the show where we talk about Ultraman's past, present, future, Godzilla, and all kaiju in between. I'm your host, Ultra Pinkcaster Lane. And I'm your host, Ultra Yellowcaster Gar. That's co-host. Co-host. It's not season four yet. It's season four, then you get the, the hosting rights back. Two more months. Just two, <laughs> two more months. months. Uh, so yeah, hi everyone. Welcome to episode 115. 116. 116. We're, we're still here. We're under quarantine. Yep. Social distancing, all that shit. Hope you've been enjoying the crap ton of Ultra Ranger episodes. Yeah, Gar's been on like a fucking editing binge. Yeah, but then I get burnout. And then we force you to watch the Lord of the Rings movies. Yeah, I started watching the Lord of the Rings for the very first time. Thankfully, Kevin, uh, our good friend Kevin, lent us his Blu-rays uh, collection of the extended movies. Oh, yeah. And if you hear anything in the background... We apologize closing. for that. It's just the door closing. These people are coming in and out of our house. Yeah, there's some uh, work being done, but that won't stop us. No. So, this week we're talking about Gridman episode 36. Yep. Teague episode 39. Yep. And Ultraman episode 39, the final episode of the original Ultraman. Yep, we have finally done it. We finally we, finished the, the we, original Ultraman series. We've reached the finale of the original Ultraman show, in which, what a coincidence, it ended on episode 116. That number means a lot to me. Uh, but, you know, before we get into Ultraman, uh, this episode is brought you... Brought, brought you by... It's brought you in part by, that's it, no one. Yeah, we're sponsored by ourselves. Yeah, for now at least. Mm-hmm. First story, Kaiju Girls Black Movie now streaming on High Dive. Oh my god. I don't know what High Dive is. It's uh, a bunch of girls dressed up as their favorite kaijus. Well, they are the kaijus. Oh. It's basically like... Oh, so it's freaking uh, equestrian girls. Yeah. It's my Little Ponies uh, turned the human character. But it came up before equestrian girls. Yeah. Kaiju Girls. Uh, Juggler was... A prominent character in the second season. Like, actual juggler. Yeah, I know. I remember. They were like five-minute episodes or whatever. Mm -hmm. So after years of war against the kaiju, the world finally knows peace, but a troop of evil kaiju girls is rising from the shadows. Uh, this movie was recently just fan-subbed, but guess not anymore. Not anymore. Uh, 2018 movie, Kaiju Girls Black Ultra Kaiju Jinkai Kai Keikaku? It means cake. <laughs> no. No, it means plan. Yeah. Uh, was made available to stream on High Dive on March 20th, 2020. That was five days ago. Yeah. Let's check the website and see if it'll actually play. There it is, right there. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, I have cookies and privacy to watch it. It has a one-star rating. Ooh. It has a one-star rating. Yeah. 6.22 out of 10. Oh, boobs. Oh, look, boobs. Anime boobs. Anyways. <laughs> that, that's the image I'm using for the, for the news. So, yeah. So, we have a bit more information about the rise of Ultraman, which is uh, the Kyle Higgins and the Matt Groom Ultraman comic coming out. So, 
Uh, good news and bad news. So, good news is, this, uh, we got the story, in which it's basically what Higgins did with Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, where it's the original story set in modern day. Uh, but in tune with all that made him an inspiring hero for the past 50 years. There's one downside, though, that I personally was very upset to find out. It's only a five-issue limited series. Which, I get it, because... You don't want to go to town with, like, one ongoing book at, at the start. Well, that and, and they don't know how well this will be received and how popular and how much they'll sell. So they're starting it small, and if it does well, then they can make more. I mean, I guess. So, that's how I see it. It's, it's a smart move. We'll release five issues... See how it does, and if it does well, then we'll, we'll, do, we'll do more. Because there's over 50 years of Ultraman to fucking do, so. Or they could just make their own Ultraman. So I guess this does make sense in the long run. Can we, can we make Nexus Canadian? Can we just make that, establish that in Canada, that Ultraman Nexus is Canadian? Oh, how are you doing, eh? I'm Ultraman Nexus. Episode of X will always just be like, Oh, hey. They fought in Canada. He fought Bemular in Canada. Fought, like, Tachibana's family was living in Canada. We also found out, uh, I also found out while watching the episode of, uh, the final episode of Ultraman, there is no science patrol base in Canada. Nope. It's just a Japanese branch, Paris branch, a New York branch, a Moscow branch, and a London branch. Guess Canada gets the shaft. Yeah. What if there is no Canada? Uh, well, you know me as like you know, both being an Ultraman fan and a comic book fan. This is like, uh, yeah, you're like adds everything you want. It's everything I want and need. It's good we're getting it. Oh yeah, in which uh, I looked up the other guy writing it, uh, Matt Groom. The only other thing that I could find on him was apparently he made a book. Uh, he made a limited book back in uh. Late 2018, 2019, which I'm going to pull it up quickly on my phone because I have, I have it on my list, uh, wish list on Comixology. It's called Self-Made. Mm. Like, it's self-slash-made. Okay. Yeah, it was only, like, six issues. Well, I'll check it out eventually. Looks okay. good. Looks promising. But, uh, oh, yeah, Kyle, you, Kyle Higgins, Kyle Higgins uh, recently came back on Twitter. Cool. He took like a huge break from a uh, social media. Yeah, social media. Which you know, I I decided to tweet at him, being like, being like, find out about the Ultron book and how excited I was. And he was like, "Don't worry, there are big things coming for this book." And I'm like, Zafi. <laughs> I I just want one panel of Zafi. Yeah, you'll be at the end. Just just one. Also, apparently, freaking, I, this isn't a part of news, but basically, in one of the GoGo Power Ranger books, Zach's reading a bunch of newspaper clippings, and it's like, uh, one of Rita's monsters attacks. I look at the monster. It's fucking Gonkyu. Oh, wow. And I'm like, oh, I guess, get... what a twist. Even though Kyle Higgins had nothing to do with the GoGo book. Right. Alrighty. Next news story. So, we got three more... Uh, characters being added to the Ultraman B Ultra Mobile game. Bam. In which uh, the first one being Mary who is based on Mother of Ultra 80 who is Ultraman 80 and Lillian from Ultraman 80. It's Yulian? Lillian, Julian. No, it's Yulian. It's a Y. <laughs> also, it's, also, it's Marie, not Mary. Mary's spelled with a Y. It's Marie. So it is. Yeah, Marie and Ken. And Zafalomu. Yes, Zafalomu. Zafalomu. I gotta say, like, they all look good. Especially 80. Somehow it just works. I don't know. Lil Lillian looks... Eh. eh. I think it's like the, just the hip area. She looks like the female version of 80. 
And then Mother Vulture just, she has a skirt. Yep. That is crazy. That's cool they're making more. Hopefully we see Gito. Hopefully we get some sort of, like, like, hopefully we get more figures, though. Oh, so too. But now I'm just, but now I'm just wondering, like, will, so does that mean 80's not going to show up in the manga then? Yeah. Like, like how, like how much more is there of the manga? Who knows? I feel like they should rename him from 80 to something else. His name's 80, though. Oh, but like, stupid, his name's a number. So, in Kids Next Door, there was a number. Freaking number two's little brother was number T. Oh. He declared himself as number T, and they're like, T's not a number, though. He's like, shut up. Do whatever I want. Ah, he's look cool. Yeah. They look good. And our last news story is actually about the uh, live-action manga adaptation of Ultraman. In which uh, we are our first preview. Looks like they're doing some test photos. Uh, I watched the video already. It looked like they're doing some sort of like uh, test shots. Testing, yeah, for like the how like the suits are in motion and stuff. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm so uh, excited this happened. <laughs> Freaking the budget of five million yen, and I, I just double checked uh, the like how much they made. They're almost like at eight million yen. Wow. I don't know if it's still open or not, but it's like that's like their budget and more. Yeah. No, they're good. People want this. I want it. Heck, it was the first thing that I thought of. I'm like, oh wow. You know what I would like to see? I would like to see a live action adaptation. Instead we got the anime, which is uh It's alright. You know what? Come back when we reach our Three-year anniversary. We'll talk about it then. Yep. Uh, the live-action suits were made by LSS, who have previously worked on Matt. I think I would say many. Oh, many of Super Rad Productions' special effects props. Uh, no other information has been released yet. All right. They look good. Oh yeah, they look really good. Now is Jack gonna be fully CG? Like, is he gonna be like the Hulkbuster? If they can do a maximum mighty X or whatever suit, they can make a Jack suit. Fair. Alrighty, that's the news. Yeah. So, uh, since Ultran is our final is is in the final episode, we decided to move that to the end. Of the show, so let's talk about some Tiga. Woo! So, episode thirty nine, dear Mr. Ultraman. So there you go, Tiga. We're finally yeah. getting there. Back on track for now. So this, this was a really good episode. So it was. Oh, super good. It was about uh, it was about this guy. Yeah. His it, name is uh. McCoy uh, Kirino. Oh, I got I uh, it. My subs were Makino Kirino. I think that's how his name was like spelled Makino. Oh, okay. Yeah. So well, it's like that's his name right there. So no, this guy, so this guy's kind of special because apparently he has like psychic powers. He can like <laughs> he's an esper. Yeah. <laughs> um. So yeah, he has like special powers. He can like talk to people telepathically. He can foresee the future. He can like read into people's minds and stuff like that. But the thing is, he he had a very bad childhood because. You know, people made fun of him, and they bullied him, and beat him up, and called him a monster. And he, he should have went to Charles Xavier. X-Men don't exist in Ultraman Guard. Well, Mar- Marvel Comics, we can make that thing up. God damn it. Fucking Wolverine with just the Ultraman. <laughs> <laughs> He's uh, Canadian. There you go. 
Have him team up with Nexus. Yeah, right? Uh, it's my headcanon. Nexus is Canadian. <laughs> the Canadian Ultraman. Canadian Ultraman. Um, so, yeah. So this guy, like, uh, so we, this episode starts with, like, a kaiju attack. So we, we get the super ancient monster, Gyra, who is... Wait, 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 did your sub say Gyra? Yeah. Oh, mine said Galra. Or Galra, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, it, and apparently he's the same as, as Gozla. Yeah, he's, like, same sort of, like, type of creature? Yeah, he's, like, the same kind of racism. Like, Wait, a bit different. Which, I heard that name, Galra, which first thing that popped into my head was Voltron. And I'm like, oh, God, is Voltron gonna show up? Is That'd be T- cool. Is Tiga and Voltron gonna team up? Um, yeah, so, he's, like, attacking the city and stuff, and so, like, you know, Tiga's, uh, well, uh, Dago's, like, uh, trying to help Rena, but then, like, he decides, oh, okay, I'm gonna go off and fight his Tiga because, you know, it needs to be a... But then, he notices this guy, and he notices Carino, and he like, goes up to him, he's like, oh, so you should get out of here, and he's like, oh, well, you should probably go help that woman that's up on the seventh floor, and he's like, what? <laughs> so he runs in, goes to the seventh floor, finds this woman unconscious, like, buried under a bunch of rubble, so he goes to save her, but then, like, uh, Galar is, like, right there, about to fucking attack, and so he, like, transforms into Tiga. Don't know if you just left the woman there, or, like... Oh, no, she lived. No, 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 she did, but I'm just saying, like, at that top point in time, like, at that moment, like, what did he do with her? She had sort of probably, like, grabbed her, punched, punched Galra, and then, like, placed her on a building or something. Okay, I'm hoping... Yeah. So, um, he, like, defeats him, but then we find out later that... That's a lot of damage. Yeah, uh, he he survived because he can bury uh, underground like Gozilla can. He can burrow. And uh, so he gets back, saves the woman, and it's like, oh, like yeah, one of my co your coworkers told me that you're up here, and she's like, I don't have cowork. Like I was just running into I was just running in to get something. This guy, what guy? I don't know who you're talking about. Uh, yeah. So he goes back and like. Gets an email in his office, and he Wait, gets. I actually wrote the email out. <laughs> Dear Ultraman, I've been watching your heroics from afar. They say you're a superhero defending peace on Earth, but I can't bring myself to like you. In fact, if I feel anything, it's hatred. Can we meet sometime to talk in person? I think you owe me at least that much. I'll be waiting in the shopping mall in the K sector tomorrow at noon. Be sure to come alone. I hope this time suits you fine. So yeah, apparently this guy does not like Daigo for. Being yeah, Ultraman. Just, he knows that he's Ultraman because he's like... He read his thoughts. Like, but how you know? Psychic. Oh. Yeah. So what's interesting is this guy's sort of jealous of Daigo because, like, you know... He, he, he envies has, him. Yeah, because he has this power and beca- to become Tiga and he's, like, seen as a hero and stuff like that. Well, like... But the thing is, is... This guy has to realize... No one knows he's Tiga. Yeah. So he he like he shouldn't have you shouldn't have been using your powers the way you did as a kid because then people know what you are, so that's why they're making fun of you and calling you a monster. So he's kind of being an asshole for no reason. Yeah, he's just being an asshole for the sake of being an asshole. He, he wants him to feel like he wants him to feel how he feels. You know what so he's like, you know what, you don't you don't get the right if I don't get to be considered like a hero or a good person you don't either, so, like, I'm gonna expose you. So, like, he meets him in the mall, whatever, and, like, that's pretty much essentially what he says to him. He's just like, it's, you know, I was treated as a monster and stuff like that. Like, I, I can't live a human, a normal life. You're someone that isn't afraid of me. You don't see me as a freak. Yeah. And it's like, I don't understand why he just doesn't Like, it's different, though. Yeah, no, but this was, like, it just... I kind of wish this is like this guy was, like, a more recurring character. I like was the, expecting him to turn into a kaiju. Like, not, like, like a humanoid kaiju. Like, one of the keloids, or, hell, I was expecting evil Tiga. That would have been cool. <sighs> I was expecting him to be evil Tiga, and it's like, oh, no, evil Tiga's not in this episode. Wouldn't that be cool if he was, though? Yeah. I think they should have done that. Like he he's like oh I'm the real Tiga like, or, or uh, like like people see Tiga as a hero then I'll be a hero and he turns himself into like an imitation Tiga. Mm-hmm. Um, so he decides to play a game with Daigo. He's like, 
He's like, the what? creature's gonna show up again. But if the game, the whole uh, base of the game is going to be, you have to defeat this kaiju without turning into Tiga. And if you lose, with my psychic ability, I'll tell everyone your identity. Yeah, I'll expose you. But if you win, I'll leave you the fuck alone. Well, ne you'll never see me again. And so, uh, so he like makes like an instinct that like, oh, the 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 kaiju's going to attack in this area, and like they're all like, well, what's your proof that he's going to? And he's like, oh, I just it's just a feeling. <laughs> and like Munaka is just like, well, we're not going to go off your stupid fucking feelings. So like, there's an entire. Like, the entire city's in trouble. You truck this just to go after one section? Yeah, so he's like, no, just don't think carelessly like that. But then, like, Reyna kind of agrees with them. So he goes off to, like, monitor the, the sector. But then Reyna comes in and just goes, you know it's against the rules to do, like, solo ops. Like, you have to be with someone. Yeah, so that's... she, like, goes to the community care and just goes, oh, Reyna, uh, uh... Reyna what? Assisting Daigo with the K, uh, watching of the K3 sector. And so... There. Now you're not alone. Yeah. Now you won't get in trouble. So then, no. like, uh, Daigo goes, like, oh, I'm gonna go scout the area to see if it's around. And, like, uh, the creature pops up. And so, like, you just kind of see the Kirino, like, just standing, like, watching on a balcony, just being, like... Oh, Game's starting, like... Well, he's watching from afar. Uh, yeah. Like, Di like, Daigo goes up with the guts rifle and, like, shoots out one of the Gaur's eyes. And, like, he's about to shoot the other one out, but then he notices Reyna is, like, in the general area. Well, yeah, but before that, uh, Reyna just looks, oh, man, only Tigo was here. And, like, she's looking at Daigo very seriously when she says that. So I think she knows. I think that's because... Like, there was a scene before that, like, before the final fight, and that was when Daigo is talking to Reyna, just out in public. Like, you know, they're just, walk, like they're just walking along, enjoying their time, Reyna's like, Daigo, you're different. Like, you, you, you seem different. Yeah. If you ever want to talk about anything, just, you know I'm here for you. And, like, he probably gives one of the best answers. It's like, right now I can't. Hopefully in the future I can. And like at that point in the episode, I'm like, this is so good. Yeah, no, it was great, and like, it was nice when she was like, "Oh, it's nice to be alone with you, like once in a while." And I'm like, "Aw." But yeah, the Galra shows back up, and then like, like they're all like, "Oh wow, I can't believe Daigo was right." Holy shit. And, yeah, so Raina's, like, trying to find Daigo, but, like, she's about to, like, get, like, a building collapsed on her, but then just Daigo's, like, about to, like, turn to Tiga, but then he's just like, oh, should I? And then he just goes, nah, fuck it. Like, it someone's is. in danger. He doesn't care. So he transforms to Tiga, saves Reyna, and you just see Kirino just stand there, and he just goes, game over. <laughs> but, like, he kind of sees what T Daigo's doing as Tiga and just kind of realizes, like, is there no Japanese word for game? I don't think so. They just say gamu. Yeah. Like like, when they go game start, they go like, game, stato. Yeah. Like, I'm just noticing that now. I'm like, every time I've ever heard, like, in, like, you know, Rider, Ultraman, or, like, Sentai and stuff, they always say gamu. Yep. I'm like, so there is no just... No. Authentic, or, not authentic, but, like... No Japanese word for game. Yeah. Uh, probably is, but, like, they probably just like using it. Because, right, they like to use a lot of English words in their dialogue. So, mm -hmm. um, so, yeah, so Kirino decides to help Daigo. And he's like, oh, the weakness is in the monster's throat. So he use that. Oh, yeah, because, um, they, they learn as, because, like, they fight this, they fight the Golra three times. And every missile they throw at him just does nothing. Yeah, I like to try throwing like liquid nitrogen at him, but he just like destroys it. Yeah, hydrogen, fast. nothing. Yeah. It's like iron missiles don't do anything. So it's just like, fine, I'll help. Yo! Attack its throat. Tiga, weak points to throat. Yeah, and he rips through it. <laughs> yeah. I was like, holy shit. And like, Tiga was crouched on the ground. Like, he like barrel, like he does a barrel Damn. run and like, it's like, like, uh, he does this Italian, right? 
which I recognized the shot from the four kids opening. It's like, okay, so even though they did, like, the first 25 episodes, they used a lot of footage from, like, other episodes. Yeah. Uh, so then, in the end... Daigo gets suspended for two days, and, and Iruma uh, punishes Reina by making her use some vacation time. Well, it's like, oh, you have some vacation days left, so take two days off. And they're like... <laughs> and Shinjo's like, oh, I got the, I get the idea. And he's like, what? And Hori's like, like, yeah, what? And Hori's like, what idea? Yeah, what idea? Only fucking. Only fucking. So then it ends with Daigo receiving an email from uh, Kirino, and it says... Dear Ultraman. I mean, Officer, Officer Daigo. Daigo. It looks as though I lost the game. I learned that it wasn't your super abilities that made you, you loved by everyone. I believe it was courage and love, powers of, that all humans share. Now I know that I can live in the city as a normal person, never fearing or using too much on my own abilities, finding pride and inspiration in Ultraman. P.S. One more thing. The girl you're with. She seems like a very touchy girl, so make sure you always wear the pants. I felt like screenshotting that if you're like Ultraman other context. But like, I saw that line and I was like, what? Well, make sure she doesn't push him around in the relationship. Oh. Like, oh, I want to do this. Oh, yeah, because you, know, yeah, you always use that. You're like, oh, like, like he oh, wears I, pants in the relationship. Yeah, like, you know, the joke like, oh, we can see who wears the pants in this relationship. Yeah. So that was cute. So pretty, pretty much, she just Kirino realized that like Daigo's loved for his compassion, for his correct, correct, like courage and love and passion, not for what he can do as Ultraman. It's not what he can do as Ultraman. It's what he. It's. Well, I'm trying to think of a good way to say this. It's not what he can do. It's what he in, makes people inspired to do. Yeah. And so eventually Tiga inspired him, too. He's like, oh, yeah, I can be a normal person, like, even though I'm a freak. Like, he, he lost, like, Dago lost the game, but it, he didn't care. He saved. He, he saved the city. He saved the city, saved his friend. He saved the girl. The hero. He's a human. You're an ultimate. Dang, I love him. Dang, I love him. <laughs> the villains never get the girl. Nope. Oh, the bad guy always loses. And speaking of bad guys, let's go into Gridman. Gridman! So, episode 36, A Baby Given Birth. So, a baby! There was no baby this episode, 0 out of 10. Oh yeah, we actually didn't see the baby. Yeah, yeah, we didn't actually see a baby. Because yeah, I'm pretty sure like the cousin was like fake pregnant. Oh yeah. You could tell it was like something under her. But yeah. It was a coat. So, this episode revolved around the opening of this mall. This like super mega shopping center called Maps. Maps. It must have been short for something. Uh, but the thing about this shopping center is is that it has a very state-of-the-art, high-tech security system. And, and it's unhackable. Hackers can't get into it. It's impossible to get through. And Takashi's so, over here like, hold my beer. Yeah, Takashi's like, oh, I'll show you. It might be impossible for normal hackers, but not for me. And like, Fuck! Yeah, it's like it's like oh, I can break through it. The next day, he's still having trouble getting. No, in. yeah. So he's he's just frustrated, trying so hard to like get in the system, which it just pisses him off at the point where just Kanji fires like, "Well, make a kaiju that'll work." Make kaiju, so, make kaiju. That's all you ever tell me to do. So the kaiju of the episode is the tyrant monster Devil Pfizer. Devil Phaser. Oh, okay. So, so, Pfizer. So, like, it's, again, the whole s- subtitle thing. They say double phaser, but when you Google Translate uh, the name, it splits it up as devil and phaser. Okay, devil phaser. Because he phases through things. Yeah. 
Uh, well, because he has, like, electromagnetic abilities, so he can, like, bypass, uh, shut down equipment and then bypass it. And he can also breathe electromagnetic fire. Yeah. It's a, which just reminds me of, um, did you ever watch Dave the Barbarian? A bit, yeah. Uh, do you remember, uh, Faffy? No. Uh, he was their dragon pet. And it's like, you're a fire-breathing dragon. <laughs> oh, is that All right, thing? fine. You're a lightning-breathing dragon. I like Uncle Oswald. She's my favorite. Netlocks! Um, so, but this episode starts with, like, Naoto's parents, like, finding, like, baby pictures of him. And oh, they're showing Daichi. And, like, Naoto's dad just, like, oh, yeah, like, he was a really shitty baby. He used to, like, poop in my hand. And the poop is really stinky. And I'm like... Man, I just, like, we couldn't wait for him to grow up. And, like, this gee, look at him now. He just cuts to Naoto just, like, fucking napping on the fucking couch, just fast asleep. Ring manga. Yeah. And, like, it's like, yeah, but he hasn't changed that much. <sighs> Naoto's like, shut up. It's like, he hasn't changed that much. Why? His shit still stinks. <laughs> yep, stinky poops. Hey, that means you're healthy. Uh, yeah, so then they decide, like, oh, let's all go this, like, go, oh, he's hanging out with Yuka and Ipe later, and it's like, oh, why don't we all go to this mall together, and it's like, oh, well, I'm, I'm gonna go with, like, a special someone, and they're like, ooh, ooh, and it's like, ah, fine, it's my cousin. If you guys want to come along, we'll have lunch together. Maybe she'll buy us lunch. Ipe's like, free lunch. Spoke my language. He <laughs> a shit ton, which, they go to a restaurant later, and he does, like, he eats, like, it was, like, spaghetti... Uh, like rice dish soup and then a chocolate sundae. Like, he's like, oh, I was hungry. Fuck off. Uh, so yeah, so they'll go and like, so we we meet uh, Yuka's cousin who's uh, ah- Ahiko, who is Ahiko, yeah, pregnant. She's preggers. Or is she pregnant? <laughs> pregnant? <laughs> pregnant? My el pregnanto. El pregn pregante. Pregante. <laughs> um and. Yeah, so she's due, like, next month or something like that. I just find it hilarious that, like, in my notes, I have it as, like, like, meets, like, okay, here it is. The gang meet up, the gang meet up, I think it's supposed to be gang, no, 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 it's supposed to be meets, meets up the next day to meet Yuka's cousin, who's currently pregnant with a child. No. No. No, I thought she was pregnant with a litter of kittens. Right? Imagine she said kittens. You just said, Hey, Fred Song, what is it, Barn Song? After 30 years of working at this production studio, you still can't get sounds right? You're fired. <laughs> um, yeah, so, uh, Devil, Devil Phaser looks cool. I like the yeah. look of him. I just find it hilarious how, like, you, you know how, like, Con Digifier takes the art piece and, like, turns it to life, right? Yeah, the thing that freaking Takashi made up didn't look nothing like it. Yeah, it was like fatter and like Yeah, it was like fatter and rounder. And it's like it's like when they had the mush the two photos together, I'm like, okay. Someone wasn't paying attention. Right? Um so yeah, so now it's only paying like, oh there's a CD I want to buy at the store. The CD store, I'm gonna go there. And so They're like, well we're gonna go to the baby store. Yeah. To so, buy baby things. So they they take the elevator. <laughs> you could just grabs her cousin's stomach. Baby. <laughs> so they yeah, so they take uh they take the elevator, but then uh Devil Phaser gets in and he shuts down everything in the mall. So the elevator stops working, so they're trapped in there. It's dark. They're l- just the two of them. The alarm's going off, and then, like, all, uh, so, like, the cousin tries to, like, activate, like, the, the panel or something like the that. The emergency gets, button. Yeah, but she gets shocked. Which puts, which... Put, uh, causes her to go into labor. I didn't know that's how labor works. Yeah, well, it doesn't, but, uh, it, it might have just been, like, good timing that it happened. Well, I think it's, like, the shock put her into labor. Yeah. Um, so... Yuka's just fucking scared shitless. She doesn't know. She's like trying to do everything she can. Like she's giving like her jacket to like as a pillow. Here's my sweater. Here's your purse. Here's as a pillow. Yeah. Now, um, we're, now we're just gonna lay here. So Ipe and Naoto like realize that something's going on, and they like try to get into the center, which I'm surprised like the security guards let them in in the first place. <laughs> if it's like a, supposed to be like a high security system, but you're letting a bunch of kids come in. Yeah, they're 15 year olds. So they're like, oh fuck. And, like, so his, uh, acceptor or whatever goes off, and it's like, oh, fuck, we should go back to junk and 
Um, Come on, Gridman. So they go back and like Gridman as Gridman does like Igusol Naruto. I probably access flash. But like you know, usually I would joke about like, oh, what could be doing this? It's like who you think, and I'm like. Then again, the mall just opened. Could be an ordinary technical problem. Mm-hmm. And then when the thing starts going off, it's like, ah, uh, yeah, that makes sense. Okay. Um. So yeah. So he turns to the grid man. Grid man's fighting this thing, but again, as he grid man do, gets his ass kicked. Oh fuck. Uh, but like you know, he's doing the best he can. And then uh, Ipe's like, okay, fuck this. I'm bringing God Xenon, and so brings in yeah. God Xenon. So we get that. He's Kind of helping. You know, I, I think it would be better if you two combine into Thunder Grid Man, but you know what? It's cool to just see God Xenon again. Yeah, and then he just sees Yuka just, like, in the elevator just going, You can do it, Grid Man! And I'm just like, how do you know they're Grid Man right now? Gee. The alarm going off in the elevator. Being stuck. Getting electrocuted from a button. It's definitely a kaiju. I guess she just assumed. And then, like, I, it, it looked like Gridman, like, heard him. Her, like, heard her. <laughs> he, like, he does, like, his, like, acknowledgement nod. And I'm like, what the fuck? So they, like, attack his head. And Devil Phaser's head, like, gets destroyed. And then, like, he blows him up with a grid beam. And the Godbreaker. Yeah, and the Godbreaker. Godbreaker. And so they, they defeat him. The elevator goat comes back online. And then, uh... The cousin has the baby in an ambulance because they call a doctor over and they birth the baby. Yeah, oh, 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 there's and, the baby. And so earlier, like Ife and Naruto had like a bet. It's like Ife's like, "Oh, I think it's a boy." And Naruto's like, "Well, I think it's gonna be a girl." Well, if I if I win, it's, it's you give me a pizza. And he's like, "Oh yeah, sure." <laughs> so it is a boy. We don't see the baby and then, or like, the cousin could... ever again. We just see the ambulance. Yeah, and then Yuka like does a thing where she like kind of like. Throws herself onto Naruto, just being like, "Oh, Naruto!" Like oh, Naruto's so just brave. Naruto doesn't do anything, doesn't touch her, anything. he's just like, "There, there, Yuka." <laughs> like, just looks over at Ipe. Ipe is probably like, Ipe's just like, <laughs> just like thrusting up. Yeah, no. get some, get some Naruto. Do you uh, think? Do you think Ipe would be like Quagmire if he grew up? Yeah. Yeah. Get it, get it, get it, get it, get it. <laughs> It's funny because we put Ultraman Neo somewhere Joe's body. What the fuck did we do that for? I don't remember. I have to to re-listen to that episode. Oh, God. There had to be a reason why. I don't know. You're right there, bud. You're rubbing your eyes a lot. Oh, you're tired. No, I have freaking stuff in my eyes. Anyways, yeah. Yeah, so then Naruto's like, like, well, bitch, you owe me a pizza. And Naruto's like, yeah, no. (laughs) Oh, I thought that was just a joke, bud. No. And like, yeah, they ride their bikes away because, you know, bikes. And yeah, we're three episodes away from finishing up Gridman. Woo! Hallelujah. But you know what other show ended with only 39 episodes? Ultraman! So the final episode. Episode 39. Farewell, Farewell, Ultraman. Which... Wasn't meant to be the end. Really? So, according to the book, A.G. Tsuburaya, Masters of Monsters, TBS, the Tokyo Broadcasting System, was fully prepared to renew Ultraman for another batch of episodes, which would have had Ultraman have a total of 52 episodes. However, Tsuburaya Productions were already working on a new show for them called Captain Ultra, and decided instead of like wearing themselves thin... With mandates and such, they decided episode 39 will be the final episode of Ultraman. That's why this episode kind of felt rushed. It felt like they kind of just jumped from thing to thing to thing. Because, like, I'm, like, I'm watching, I'm watching the final episode, and I'm, like, at the five-minute, like, mark of just, like, five minutes left in the episode, and I just see that they're just, like, fighting the monster. 
destroying it. It's wrapping up everything. Bam, done. I was like, wow. Yeah. I feel like the, I feel like the finale should have been like a two-parter. I feel like they should have just went with forty and then. Mm, true, but basically, it's like you know, like they only ordered batches of thirteen. It's like episode thirteen, another batch twenty-six, another batch thirty-nine. Uh, yeah. Which, which is why, like, the whole A, B, and C suit thing, because it's like. As more episodes came out, just more money went into the episodes. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, so the kaiju of this episode, the final kaiju, was the infamous, fa- infamous, the famous, one of the most like you you see it, you know it, the space dinosaur Zeton, yeah. or as the subbers had it for me when I was watching Zeton. Okay, I was gonna bring that up. So what you watched was the air quotes here official uh English box set from Mill Creek back in the late 2000s which that was made by Chayo ah. in which yeah it was referred to as or in their in their sub subtitles they call it Zton which is like Z-ton but I watched the like, I have the episodes on Movie Spree, thanks, for, thanks because of the uh, Blu-ray release I have. In which, luckily, now they fixed it where it says Zeton. Yeah. Zeton. Zeton. I love that sound. Uh, oh, the cricket tune? Yeah. <laughs> in which, in case you haven't noticed by his name, uh, apparently his name is meant... He is meant to be the final kaiju because his name is supposed to reflect on, like, finale. Like, being, like, the final letter in the alphabet. Yeah. So, um, this episode starts off with, like, a bunch of flying saucers coming to invade. So, I'm guessing they're all alien zetons. Yeah, I guess so. Uh, because, like, we never see what these aliens look like except for, like, the one that we see later. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, the... He wasn't... So, they weren't named alien zeton at first... In this episode, they were just known as like the mysterious aliens. But do you remember um, cameraman from Genga? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So what they did with this suit is that it was just a modified cameraman suit. Mm, yeah, that's why. That's why I always confuse the two. But uh, now, but nowadays, apparently, they do make separate suits for them. Okay. Uh yeah, so they're they're coming to invade Earth, uh, specifically Japan, because Ultraman's there. Ultraman's and there, and I'm like, how do they know about Ultraman? Here's my crazy theory. What? Who was one of the aliens that Ultraman fought, but he didn't defeat? Uh, Bolton. No, he defeated Bolton. Oh. I don't remember. Mephilus. Oh, yeah. So think of it. What if, this is my crazy fan theory on this. Mephilus contacted the, the Zeton people and told them about Ultraman. And it was like, hey... Listen, if you're going to go invade this planet, it's easy. You just got to defeat Ultraman, though. You think you can do that? I think we can. Well, maybe think you can do that? I, I don't understand what that means. I don't know, I don't know what you mean. That's because that time. But you got it. But yeah, that's my crazy theory that alien Mephilus behind the scenes were involved in all this jazz. I, I wouldn't, yeah, I wouldn't doubt it. Um... Yeah, so they're they're coming, and then uh, they uh, Japan Science Patrol receives from Paris HQ that they're coming in like forty minutes time. Oh, so. oh yeah, it's like they'll show up like in Greenwich time, which apparently Greenwich is in like New York. Yeah, so it's like okay, we're going by New York time here. Uh, they'll show up at uh, uh at midnight at uh, twenty four o'clock, which Hayato looks at the time. It's 8.43. It's only like 40 minutes away, so I guess if it's 40 minutes, yeah, it'd be 8.44 then. It's not 8.43. Because their clock doesn't have hands on it. Yeah. They also must have been fighting for hours because later on in the episode, the clock's at 3. <laughs> but I'm like, okay. Yeah, so they, these alien saucers are coming in, so like they, they summon the military and they go to fight them, and like the... The jet, the military manages to sh- destroy a couple ships, but and they end up all getting fucking wiped out. 
Because there's too many saucers, especially like one lead ship. Especially, you know, aliens. We don't have technology yet. This is 1993. Actually, this episode retconned it. What? Yeah, they retconned it so that it's back in the 60s. Oh. That makes more sense. Because, like, Iwamoto's in this episode. Once again, reprised by his original actor, not the other guy from episode 36. Yeah. And, uh... He talks about how in nineteen thirty in the nineteen thirties there were like scout ships of flying saucers that show up, so they're probably back for like a full scale assault. And he's like, But that was like forty years ago and I'm like, wait a minute. That was forty years ago, nineteen thirties. They're making nineteen seventies, but the show's already acknowledged that it takes place in the nineties. Yeah. So I guess the show just decided, fuck it, we're in the sixties. I don't know. I guess so. You know what? Show your science fiction show. I don't care. Yeah. You know what? Why am I why am I complaining about a a 1960s show that doesn't have like a full storyline to it? Mm. You're just supposed to watch one episode a week and that's it. Be happy with it. Yeah. Um so they they end up um so the science probably ends up being deployed. Uh Fuji stays behind to just like watch communication and stuff like that and she's their things. liaison. Um, so, they go off in the VTOLs, they're just wrecking shit, like, starting all these ships, but the lead ship ends up, uh, escaping. And, so then, uh, during this, uh, Iwamoto's, like, as they're leaving, he's like, oh, fuck, I should've given them the new weapon that, like, we developed. And so, uh, Fuji's like, oh, you can go catch them. So, like, he goes down to the, the basement laboratory to, like, go get it, but then, oh, he gets hit by something and gets kidnapped. He gets strangled. Yeah, he gets strangled. <laughs> And so we find out that it's an alien Zeton. Yeah, which, ne- like, nowadays they are referred to as alien Zetons. Yeah. Uh, and he takes, like, control of Yomo, like, disguises himself as him. And so he goes back and Fuji's like, oh, did you get the weapon? Yeah, the alien Zeton starts strangling Fuji. But she collapses. Which, oh boy, that could definitely not be shown on television nowadays, especially in America. Oh, yeah. There'd be a lot of groups... Judging it. Yeah, I know. Um, yeah, so then, like, uh, they end up, like, realizing, like, communication's down because he, like, blasts the, the communications computer so, like, they can't contact it. So, like, they defeat the the, the spaceships and Ide's trying to contact Fuji, but they can't get in contact, so they go back to the base, find Fuji. She's like, oh, Yamamoto attacked me. What's the Yamamoto? dead. Why is the, why is it all foggy? <sighs> Yeah. Um, so they get her out of there, and then they see Omoto, uh, like, the fake one, and, like, they start chasing after him, which, Arashi, good on him, he, he's a sprinter, that one, just fucking chases after him, tackles him to the fucking ground. Well, at first in the notes, I had Ide was chasing Iwamoto, and then it's like, it gets, like, closer, and it's like, it's Arashi, and I'm like, oh. That's Arashi. Yeah. I thought it was Ide. No. Whoops. Whoops. Um, so yeah, so then, uh. The alien Zeton reveals himself and he's like, ha 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 ha, fuckers. Suckers! <laughs> and then, yeah, and so then. He gets killed. Yeah, he gets. Well, no, doesn't he just disappear? No, he's... they shoot him and then he. Oh, yeah. He, like. And Hyatt's like, Did you hear that? He said Zeton! What's a Zeton? And then. Fucking Zeton shows up. Yeah, the, the mothership unleashes. I want to say it's an egg. Like. Yeah, it's a blue, it's a blue balloon. It's a space egg. But it's an egg, and then, like, it explodes with the ship, and out comes Zeton. Which, it's, like... He's cool looking. Oh, man. He's so cool. He's got, like, yellow glowy bits, and... Except for the part where he went blackface. Yeah. Well, I think that was just his light was out. No, no, no. Okay, so there's a quick shot of Zeton in the finale, where... His eye, like, where all of his yellow bits are painted black. Oh, okay. For some bizarre reason, chances are that shot was filmed before. It looks good, though. Yeah. Uh, so Hayatik turns into Ultraman. One last time. One last time to fight him. Gets his ass kicked. He he loses. And he loses. For the first time in 39 episodes. He lost. Yeah. That, that's a... And it was, like, sad, too, because, like, you see, like, it, like, cuts to him just on the ground, and then, like, it turns all gray, and, like, it just all's lost. And then they realize, like, oh, fuck, 
And Science Patrol's like, oh fuck, we still have like that weapon. Oh yeah, uh, Iwamoto comes out with the weapon. He's like, like the Science Center just developed this yesterday. Be careful. We only got one. Yeah, we only got one. It's a prototype. So Ide goes, uses it on um, Zeton, blows him the fuck up in one shot. Well, Rashi uses it because he's oh, yeah. the best sharpshooter. Right. And he blows up, blows, blows him up. Yeah. And like red rocks come off of him and stuff. Well, it's supposed to be his guts. Oh, okay. Like, you know, he explodes guts yeah. everywhere. Oh, wow. Clever. For you being the guy that plays like you know all those hardcore games, I didn't think that was gore, Gar. You would you would never think, oh, intestines. No, they don't look like red blocks of rocks. They were just red rocks. I don't know. Oh God, red rocks. <laughs> oh God, red rocks. Um, and yet yeah, then Ultraman's is he's dying. He, he he almost did. But then uh, Zuffy shows up. Oh boy! Scar's favorite Ultraman. Yes, this episode is not only the first appearance of Zeton, but also the first appearance of Zafi, an intergalactic defense force member from Nebula M seventy eight. From the land of light. From the land of light, which this entire scene involving Zafi just I consider it one of the best moments in the franchise. Pretty cool. Which, it also just speaks a lot about what Ultraman means for the, like, for the show overall. So, Zafi, you know, being Ultraman superior, according to the official English dub, because in the English dub, he's like, as your superior, I would like to know how you let that, how you let that monster defeat you so easily. I am sorry, sir. Uh, oh yeah, so Lane, who do you think was the suit actor for Ultraman in that shot when there are two of them? Um, you know, Godzilla suit actor? Nope. I don't know. No one. Oh. It was actually a mannequin. Amazing. Inside the Ultraman suit. That's why his arms are just like out. T-posing? Yeah, he's T-posing. T-posing. Uh, yeah, so, Zombie's like, bitch, you gotta come home now. <laughs> like, there's nothing left for you here. And Ultraman's like, yo, dog, no. <laughs> I, I love these Earthlings. I mean, I have an Earthling inside me. We need to save him. Wait, way to, like, butcher. Way to modernize it. <laughs> you know, way to modernize it, like. Zoffie with his with his sideways baseball cap and, and bling everywhere, just being like, "Yo, dog, I only got enough for one life." You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying, dog? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And Ultraman's like, <laughs> Ultraman's like, "Listen, I've become really tight with these these Earth motherfuckers." Anyways, no, no. So he says like some really touching stuff. Like Ultraman tells Zoffie, "He's like, oh, I'm twenty thousand years old. I've got to experience a long life." Earthlings have, like, really short lifespans, so, like, you know, he's still young, he needs the life he deserves. I just find it weird that, like, I'm looking at the notes, the, of course, the finale has the most notes to it, but it's, like, everything's jotted down. This, like, what, three-minute, like, two-minute scene of Zoffy has an entire page to itself of notes. Fuck. Gee, I'm totally not biased. Yeah, you love Zoffy. Yeah. You don't even know why, you just like him. I I think it was just this concept alone, like he's... Another Ultraman. He, it's just another Ultraman, he's like... There's more of them. Because that would have been a shocker watching this back in like 1967, you would have been like, Wait, there's more on one of them? Many. Mm-hmm. In fact, ugh, there was... Uh, so there... You know how you said this episode felt rushed? Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's a reason why. Oh. So, the final fight was scrapped. Ah. Zetan was supposed to take out Ultraman by destroying his color timer. Ah. He would have collapsed. Zafi would have shown up, defeated Zetan, and then he would have brought Ultraman back. That's why Ultraman has, like, bubble wrap around his color timer. Because it was damaged. Ah. And that led to the whole... uh, Kaiju Club third episode where they had the argument of whether or not Zafi could defeat Ultraman or not. Mm. It's that giant debate 
could Zafi have defeated him? Or Zeton, you mean? No, could have Zafi defeated Zeton. Oh, okay. Hey, he's like, alright. Time to bring you home. Like, Ultraman just doesn't want to go. Yeah, he's just like, he's like, hi, it's just life is precious. Yeah, he's like... He's like, I will gladly give my life so he can live again. And, and then... Z- Zafi's kind of a dick. He's like, oh, he'll... I think he'll understand. It's like... Well, Zafi, kind of a dick. Yeah, so then Zafi says, well, luckily I brought two beta capsules, so I can spare you and him. I, I brought two lives with me. So, it just does a reverse shot of him, like, shrinking back down, and yeah. you just see Haita just standing there. But just that entire conversation, again, really took me. Like, really took me. It was cool. Especially when having to do notes, it's like, just... Ultraman, you know, the big, giant hero that's been fighting off, like, kaijus and such for, for peace on Earth. Peace on Earth? Peace on Earth time. Is willing to give up his own life. Just for one. That's why he's the big man. The leader. The OG. Just for one guy. Yeah. So, the thing that I liked the most about this episode was the very end where it's like... They're like, oh, Ultraman's leaving. Bye, Ultraman. Bye, Ultraman. And then just... Hayata, look. Ultraman's leaving. And Hayata just looks over and he just goes... Captain, that's the bull thing that I shot... That I hit. On that lake. What, what am I doing here? It, yeah. I don't remember anything after that. So, yeah, it's unfortunately revealed that Hayata has no memory of the events. Yeah, the because show. Ultraman took over his body the whole time, so he was Hayata. That's totally not upsetting. Yeah. And disturbing. Entire year has almost gone by, and Hayata doesn't remember it. Nope. So that's gonna, and it just ends on that. Like, it doesn't end with like them celebrating or anything. It just ends with like him realizing, like, oh, I don't remember anything that happened since like I ran into Ultraman since since the crash. And, yeah. Like, the show comes to an end with Ultraman saying farewell to Earth, and they fly off with Zafi. Ultraman and Zafi fly off into space together. Returning home to the Land of Light in Nebula M78. Oh, yeah. So there was definitely a lot of symbol, like, not symbolism in the episode, but showcasing that this is the finale. Mm-hmm. Biggest thing being the fact that, well, not only is Ultraman gone, it wasn't even Ultraman that defeated, that defeated Zeton, which is why the fight with Zafi got scrapped. Yeah, because then they showed that the Science Patrol can... It's showing that we as humans can adapt. Yeah. And we can take on these monsters by ourselves. Which. Yeah, that was. That was Ultraman. That was the original Ultraman show. Um. So overall, honestly, the series was, it was good. I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. There was a lot of good episodes, a lot of what the fuck episodes, a couple boring ones, green months. One of them being the most memorable. Greymons is the only one that I can actually remember. But also, what was interesting was I forgot to mention that when, like, when Ultraman's like dying, he they cut to like a flashback of like one of his fights, and it's just him fighting Jiris. Yeah, it was clearly, and I was like, ha, 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 I get it. It's showing you Ultraman fighting Godzilla. Because they want people to fucking remember them. Remember when Ultraman fought Godzilla? Remember that was when he fought Gabador? Yeah. Or, or Gabora? Gabora. But that was it. I'm like, I, I, I could have sworn there was more stock footage to those fights. And it's like, no, it's just two episodes. It's just two random episodes. Nine and ten. Yeah. Nothing else. It's I like, know. It's like, what? Also, there is a big, like, there is a huge continuity error in the episode. Take this water bottle. Mm-hmm. He's Ultraman. Mm-hmm. He gets shot. Yeah. What What does he do? He falls over. That makes that basically what happened when I tossed the bottle off the table. It went forward, but he somehow ended up on his back. Yeah. That was just a bad edit. It's like it's a bit weird that like he fell forward, but ended up on his back. Mm-hmm. 
But uh, yeah, for me, for me, the show it was a you know it was a good start, but it was this is like sixties sci-fi as you can get, which was pretty enjoyable. Uh, characters themselves, you know, you fell for them. Like it sucks that a lot of the show was episodic, so it wasn't like really a continuous story. Yeah. But like he, you know, each of them had their own things. So like Hayato was just like the overall super nice, like perfect guy who like you know always knew what he was doing, but like he crashed a lot because Ultraman doesn't know how to fly a fucking jet. <laughs> Um, he had Cap, who was, like, the super strong leader, and, like, he always knew what to do, and, like, even in the most dire situations, he'd just he'd always be there for his, for his, for his team. Uh, Arashi, you know, bit hot-headed, but, uh, you know, he knew what he was doing, and he was good at what he did. Um, Ide was the funny comedic one, and, but in the end, he was, like, as funny as he was, he was, like, extremely intelligent and he knew to make really good inventions and you know fuji was fuji she she helped out a lot but i mean the gama kajira episodes the one i'll remember the most because she was obsessed with fucking diamonds and pissed off that wow dare you take away the one thing that women love the most it's like diamonds whoa and then there was hoshina oh we don't i i don't care about him i never cared about him it was honestly the first time I watched this back in like 2013, 2014. I think it was 2013. I watched this all the way through. It like that was the first time I clued in in the final episode. I'm like, where's Hoshin now? That's why I kept making the jokes about like him breaking his leg skiing because it's like I, I just I didn't care for him. And he had one episode that he did did a thing and that was it. Um. Overall, Ultraman himself, I'm very glad by the end he actually had, like, a properly made suit. Because, like, that first design was, oof. It was not good. It looked really bad. Um, and you got to see it one last time in the flashbacks yeah. of this episode. Um, so, the effects were really, the effects, you know, were as good as they could be back in the 60s. So, like, they're, they were fun to watch. The kaijus, a lot of them were really bad designs. A lot of them were really good ones. Got to see you can tell which ones have stuck around. Yeah. Since, like, Bolton, Zeton. Gomorrah. Gomorrah, Red King, Pigmon, Antlar, Telestan. Like, like a handful of them have stuck around where ones like... Jiris. Jiris. Coronia. Jamila. Jamila. Gamakajira. Yeah. yeah, we're never going to see them again. And, like, yeah, so the, the show got a huge reaction out of me. Like, different different reactions. So, and I think I think it did what it, it had to do, for me at least. So, in the end, it, it did satisfy me in, like, all different ways. And so, overall, I, I enjoyed myself. Ultraman was pretty good. I'm glad I finally got to watch the original series. All the way through. So, and I'll, have, I'll always have a record of me watching the show through Ultra Ranger, so. Yeah. What do you think of Ultraman? Uh, this is my like I like I just mentioned. This is my second time around watching this. But now you're older, wiser. Exactly. Uh, it's been like seven, almost like seven years since I've seen it all the way through. I remember the first time watching it, I got bored really fast. It was very slow. It was it was like a chore to watch it back then, but now. But nowadays, I would always go back to rewatch the show, simply because of the fact that like it's cheesy, it's corny, but that's what has the extra charm to it. Yeah. And like, I would honestly say to like for all people that are into Tokusatsu, I at least I always recommend. If you're getting into Ultraman, always go back and watch the very first show. Or if not, like, sure, you can watch, like, Zero and, like, the new generation stuff. But it's, like, there are things that you miss. It's, like, th like this was definitely one of the biggest stepping stones. Yeah, because, like, Ultraman's, like, Doctor Who. It just has, like, a vast universe and vast lore and a lot of characters and they reference each other over the years because like we've noticed in the new generation heroes that like there's so many references references to like the old school I Ultraman mean, shows that were like oh I never picked up on that like 
I mean, heck, in one episode of Tiger, freaking Gessera shows up, and it's like, like they're like, oh, guess he, guess he likes chocolate. But it's like, you know, we already saw that. So with Voltron, we find out. Oh my goodness, yeah, we already know that. Yeah, we already know he likes chocolate. And then there was like Ellie Knackle, whatever, like that. Well, that was in Return of Ultraman. Yeah, but, yeah, but I'm or, just making reference yeah. to a person to like how watching the original is kind of important to help you realize stuff later. It's, there's some, it's like poetry, it rhymes. Exactly. Can't believe, which, yeah, the joke of, of George Lucas about the whole rhyming thing, but, you know, for other things, he's not wrong. No. Um, yeah, so, definitely, I'd recommend watching Rich Ultraman, just, you know, see what you're getting into, see the past. And, you know. Now that you've seen the entire show, now you can go into the manga, uh, to the anime of the uh, manga Ultraman, because that's just meant to be a continuation of the original show. Yeah. So now you'll have some sort of, like, context to it. Now we can watch Ultra 7. Uh, Not yet. Not yet. Not yet, but we'll eventually, we'll get to it where... Apparently, this is the Ultraman show. This is the one that everyone remembers the most. Everyone loves the most. The most famous of the Ultraman shows. Because yeah. do we have a son of Ultraman? No. Nope. Do we have a son of Ultra 7? Yeah. Yeah. I guess. I guess that's it. Yep. Overall, like, if I had to give it, like, give it a score out of 10, definitely a solid 10. Even with some of the mistakes in the show. Okay, you know what? No. Okay, I, I shouldn't be biased. I'd give it a 9. Give it an 8. Like 7, an, 8. Like an 8, 9 feels like a perfect score for Ultraman. You can't get... You can't go any bigger. You can't go any lower. Mm-hmm. And with that, that is Kaiju Sentai Ultra Ranger episode 116. And you know what? I feel like... Well, I was about to say that. What? I was about to say that we should name the episode Farewell Ultraman. The, the episode is going to be named after the final episode of Ultraman. Farewell <laughs> Ultraman. Just have a little tear coming from. <laughs> Just a little tear. Have him have like a... Like, like, have him have like a the rope, like the the bouquet of flowers. Yeah. Be like, all right, I'm done. I'm done shooting, guys. <laughs> Alrighty. So now, what are we gonna do? Do we just have Tegan Gridman to watch? Uh, yeah, kinda. Okay. So, for the rest of the third season, we're just gonna. Well, first off, we're gonna finish up Gridman. And then for the rest of the show, it'll just be finishing up Tiga and Taiga. Tiga and Taiga. Yeah. That's basically the plan. Woo! Alright, everyone. Until next time, schwa for now. Schwa. And you know what? Maybe in the comments, tell us who your favorite, or what your favorite episode of Ultraman was. Yeah. Schwa for now. Schwa for now, everyone. <laughs>